Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Murder Blows. You are in for a treat this week. It is less death than normal. Kind of? You know what? Just hang out and listen. Violet's taking us on a wild, wild ride to a very cool city, and I hope you learn some things about birds. My name is Sasha, and I am joined by my lovely co-hosts, Maisie and Violet and Cody in spirit. Thank you guys so much for listening. Here is some intro music that my husband made for us because he loves us. Woo! <laughs> Free bird. song starts out just like ours does it's a it's a do 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 but ours goes into the da, 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 and there's just like fades out but so <laughs> ours is more hardcore <laughs> oh yeah for sure uh ours is a european rave version of that <laughs> anyway my coffee shop our kitchen there's two girls in our kitchen that listen to the other podcast, but the first bit of the theme song comes on, and I my heart always skips a beat, because I'm like, if they listen, if they find my podcast and listen to it and play it in the kitchen of the coffee shop I work in, I will die. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, my God. Tight. Um, Tight. Hi. Welcome back. Welcome to Murder Blows. I was muted again. It's like I don't record a fucking podcast every week. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, welcome Hi. to professional hour. I was just telling them that the fern, the fern baby robins, the robins in my fern, are now able to fly. It's very cute. They they flew at my face. Precious, They're so cute. I America's love so sweethearts, Sasha's robins, and this is what you get after we double record and everyone's drinking. And I tell the saddest story. I'm so sorry for last episode. Or maybe it's next episode. I don't maybe know. It's next. <laughs> We're in the future. Um, <laughs> isn't that kind of cool? We all uh, instantaneously live in the future. In I do like it. Yeah. yeah. It's rad, dude. It is also funny because Sasha and I have befriended one of our favorite listeners, Magical Goo Jelly. And I love that on Mondays she like texts us about things that happened on the podcast that we it's... forgot to tell her about in real life. Yeah. Because we all literally talk every day. We do. Uh... It's nice. And we hang out almost every week. I never thought I'd be making new friends in my 30s, but here I am. Let me tell you. I think I I'm talked about this 20s. two episodes ago, last episode. Who knows? I live in the future. Um, I don't have time to keep track of things. Uh, but yeah, I was pretty capped out on making friends. I was like, Maisie, check. Sasha, check. Cody, check. Do I have any more friends that I'm forgetting and I'll feel bad about if I don't mention them? I'm sorry for my friend and I don't mention you out of sight, out of mind, yo. No, also, like, literally. I don't want to everyone you know because <laughs> then they'll know how to track you down and murder you. And then you'll have to use your machete and nobody likes that. Oh, I almost reached for it. Wow, that was weird. <laughs> wow, no more alcohol for you. <laughs> 
was I ready. might have to get a walking machete because this is the second time in two weeks that fucking creepers have happened. So like, parts of the road you I just walk call on, me. I will. <laughs> parts of the road that I walk on don't have sidewalks, and so I walk in the median, even though it's real fucking dumb and I hate it because I hate walking on grass. Because I'm a city girl, but this guy has his window down already, so it wasn't, like, active creeping, but it became active creeping. Um, he, I was walking in the median. Obviously, I'm walking, and he's driving, so his car goes much faster. There were no cars in front of him, and as he, like, goes to the red light, he stops, like, four cars back, four car lengths, like, not, there's no cars there. And starts inching along beside me as I walk. And I was like, this is not how I'm getting kidnapped. And I just walked into the other way of the road. I was like, go fuck yourself. Why are you being fucking creepy? So I was just like, hi, I would rather get hit by a car than talk to you. Honestly, have you seen that video of, it's a girl walking home from school. And she doesn't look like she's more than like 11 or 12 years old. And she's walking on the sidewalk in a neighborhood. And there's a sedan that follows her. And she, like, makes different turns and stuff, and it's still following her. Well, there's a truck parked on, like, the side street, and she hides behind the truck, and the car, like, passes because it lost sight of her, and then it goes back to where it's parallel to the truck, and she, like, sprints home. It's so creepy. Because that that car, because at first you're like, well, it's just driving. Then you're like, it's definitely following her. Mm -hmm. The fuck? How can you, how are kids allowed to walk to school by themselves now? Oh my god! Like how it makes me nervous, and I'm what? a 29 year old lady. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about this a couple days ago about how like I will be either the best mother or the worst mother. <laughs> I'm not pregnant, everyone. <laughs> don't even. <laughs> um, don't worry. That spawn the Antichrist is not coming just yet. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> There's a lot of layers to this. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, I just assume that's what'll happen if there is a god. Um, One of which is Violet can't wait to get laid. <laughs> <laughs> you can't deny it. <laughs> Stop! Oh my gosh! Hi, welcome to Sex Talk with Murder Blows. Just kidding. Well, <clears throat> love your wow. bodies, ladies. It's important anyway. Were you the one that tweeted about World Masturbation Day? Yeah. <laughs> Guys, my notifications come up on my screen at work. <laughs> hey, tell your coworkers, take care of themselves. I bet it makes them way less cranky. I went like a week one time. Woof. It was like last week. I'm a busy lady. Um and I don't mean like that. Um, I can't can you see Mari? She's like perked up. <laughs> Mari, Grandma Mari is not approving this conversation. So I hear it. No, she's just like super judgy. She can't super judgy right now. Um. Wow, high train of thought. Where oh, uh, best or worst mother? Yes. And the fact that like I can't imagine. I so I've been having these weird dreams lately where I have a son who is either Noah Schnapp or Finn Wolfhard. So I just have a Stranger (laughs) Things boy. Yeah, as as a son. Um. Sometimes he's blonde, though, which I find hilarious because I was, like, born blonde. <laughs> I don't find that hilarious. I find that premonition. There. I don't know if I've been drinking, but I'm using new Violet voice. <laughs> I mean, I know I've been drinking, but... Um, the podcast doesn't, doesn't know about new Violet voice because I fucked it up. Actually, it. I should be able to keep it in. But if this comes before, they're not going to know anyway. 
Either way, fun fact, my boyfriend is moving here in a couple weeks. I have a really gruff voice normally, except when I talk to my boyfriend, then it's like loving and caring and I try and be a little sexy. It doesn't work all the time. Um, But but yeah, and in every dream, like my kid is getting bullied and Mm -hmm. I just like, I go one of two ways. I'm like, let's talk about this. Let's discuss this. Or I march right down to the principal's office and throw a fit. (laughs) I almost always cuss out the principal because the principal's like, well, your kid doesn't go to church. And I'm like, I'm going to burn your church down. I don't burn churches down for the record, but (laughs) it's dream violence. (laughs) Just in defense of her child. Um, (laughs) Her 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 child which is actually just my fat cat um that would be a twist but no and i was thinking about that and i was like man i would do the same if like any of my friends had kids and they were like yeah so so and so's dealing with bullying like i would march right down there i would bully the other kid i would be like wait till your mom tells you that she doesn't love you anymore that you were a mistake like i would get hateful to other but people's children what if when you're doing that, there's, like, a group of soccer moms that are, like, a little tipsy on white wine, white wine around you, just being like, whoa, like, they're your hype man? <laughs> Ooh. Oh, I was going to be like, man. is this, like, a gang fight? Because I would, like, probably I would watch that movie. All day. It's, like, bad moms, but, like, greaser moms. Like, we just have brawls. We have brawls. brawls. And uh, with the rumbles. W. we have rumbles. That's a that's a good greaser word, right? Oh, yes. rumbles. Um, Stop I don't know. Doing the snap. What? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I okay, West Side Story, chill out. All right. Um. Oh man, I had some really great things. I was like, oh, I'm gonna save that for the podcast. What mm. the heck was it? Oh. John doesn't listen, so this is what he gets. He spilled beer on our new couch last night. <gasps> At least it wasn't you first. True. True. I hate that. It's always me first. Well, I... and I said, I said, this is why we can't have nice things. And I said it as a joke, but I was kind of serious. And he was like, mm. that hurt my feelings. And I was like, it's Good. usually me fucking shit up. So <laughs> we obviously can't have nice things now. We can never, ever have nice things. We both are destroyers of the nice. Like, the pressure's off now, though, and that's nice. Yeah, but, like, I love this couch. I don't want just to be a beer couch, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Why did you just describe, like, my wet dream? (laughs) What if I was just like, fuck it up! (laughs) Are you drinking Coors Light with a straw? I am. You're classy. You know, one time I got, I got gut rot one time from, I, I can what, I can what assume, what I can assume, I am Yoda now, um, I can what assume, can what assume was rot gut, um, <laughs> I drank so much Coors Light in the span of a week, I was not in college, this was like six years ago, also I didn't graduate high school, so I couldn't get into college, um, uh, <laughs> not true follow your dreams get your ged and apply for college oh my god yeah that is true um but i don't want to (laughs) you can't make me (laughs) then don't follow your dreams Ooh, i don't Um, know what they are okay it's a whole thing kathleen doesn't know how to help me oh that's scary 
Yeah. Time to find a new therapist. I did that with my last one. Also, she didn't take appointments on Fridays and Saturdays. Um, but that's well. I guess therapists need a weekend too. Yeah, I guess so. Rude. My uh, mental weekend. health does not take a weekend. <laughs> I know it gets so much worse when I'm home. Really? Uh, Mine's like fifty. Work. 50. Oh, at work I feel important. Oh, see, at work I feel unfulfilled and at home I feel so here's my thing at work I feel like I'm not doing enough and that I'm a failure and then I get home and I'm like all I want to do is be lazy and then I'm lazy and I feel like a failure and like I'm not doing enough so I feel that tried to have a lounge day where I laid on the couch for 12 hours because I have not done that since college I failed how'd you fail I got up. I just, I couldn't, I sat still for maybe two hours. Totally. You need to, I think maybe that needs to be a goal for us. Because I'm really good at sitting around for 12 hours when I'm with other people. Maybe not 12. Yeah. 12 is a lot. Like, let's do it. Start out. Start out like you're starting a new job. Training. Six hour shift. <laughs> <laughs> with, with supervision. With butterfly. We'll it's see. Just, it's like, is this ADHD? Like... Because I literally could not sit still. We are all drinking so many different varieties of beer. Uh, Macy's drinking Coors Light with a straw. Sasha's drinking hard seltzer. (laughs) No straw. That stuff is good, but dangerous. So dangerous. It's like 5.5, right? Just Um, 5, but... I know that we did a taste test and I went to a pizza place drunk, so... Sasha got very sad and said pizza place. No one listens to me. It's true. Sorry, no what I wasn't listening. Exactly. Oh. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. That was a that was a joke. I and fine. This is why we can't have nice things. I remember Starbucks. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, no, go ahead. Just just keep coming back to Texas and I'll get there. Okay. The Starbucks <laughs> menu came back with the caramel ribbon crunch which hasn't been on the menu i don't think since i lived in knoxville and i went to i remember going to order it and i'm like can i get the captain crunch frap do you want the recipe because i know it's like kind of douchey to be like here make up my imaginary drink and she's like no i can totally make it and then she walks to someone she's like she wants the captain crunch frap and she's like uh she means the caramel ribbon frap and i was like no, <laughs> I do not. I no. hate it. This is me every time I order stuff. The end. Just don't go to Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> Problem solved. I hate Starbucks. My, my favorite that, thing is telling people we don't have a blender <gasps> in their faces when they say, Ooh. or when they order a tall, which in Starbucks is the small size, and what they actually mean is the large. <laughs> so when they say a tall, and I say, but what size? And they say, oh, the big one. I'm like, that's not fucking tall. Even a Starbucks. Help me help you. Help me help you. I I did go to this really hip coffee house one time. Because I worked, I mean, Maisie knows I worked at Starbucks for a long time. She worked at Starbucks for a long time. Uh, but I went to a really hip coffee shop and I ordered a grande. And that guy looked like he was about to leap over the counter and feast on my organs. Oh, that's aggressive. We don't care that much. We just want to know what size you actually need. 
Yeah. I was like, can I get a grande? Oh, I'm sorry, a medium. And he was like, this isn't a Starbucks. And I was like, hi, I've worked in for five years. Not my choice. <laughs> Woof. I didn't come up with the names. <laughs> also true. I'm a big supporter of small, medium, large. Anytime mm-hmm. anyone through my drive-thru was like, can I get... What size is a medium? I was I always I was like, you can just say medium. I'm a big girl. I'm not yeah. by not using lingo. Right. <sighs> Made up lingo. I just Tech. like that it's tall, big. What is venti? Venti means twenty. Oh, Does right. it? So Shit, tall. that's so much. No one needs twenty ounces of anything but water. Tommy's uh, a 2030, <laughs> and those are the sizes. I once killed a, a beer bong, which is 100 ounces of beer, so I can't say anything. Okay, Violet, what is that name of that restaurant that we went to? <gasps> Quaker Steak and Lube. Oh, I miss that place. Ooh, and you can get a Lube Tube. Which is 100 ounces of beer. It's $20. Are you kidding me? I like how I didn't... I just said, Violet, what's the name of that place? <laughs> <laughs> I Ooh. categorize all my favorite places by what I can drink there. <laughs> Fair. That's, That's good. It. Oh, Violet, when you do want to come and visit Portland, the week right now. <laughs> of June 8th, June 5th through the 8th is the time to come because it's the horror movie festival up here. I'll and see people, you next year. <laughs> okay, people love their festivals. Yes. I love hipster horror movie fans, by the way. You met quite a boy, few. howdy. Because, like, I feel like I'm not, but I think I'll, I'm an enigma, I've learned. Um, but, yeah, hipster horror movie fans are so much more involved than me, I feel. They've seen way more than me, but not, like, any of the mainstream weird ones that I've seen. Like, the weird ones that came out in the early 2000s that everyone's like, what the fuck is that? I'm just like, (laughs) snuck into it when I was alone. (laughs) Um, Speaking of, shit, yes, I didn't lose my place. So, you're drinking Coors Light, Sasha's drinking Hard Seltzer. I'm drinking a Shinerbach, which originates in Texas. You know what else originates in Texas? George I didn't get to talk about this. Woof. Uh, way better. Joe Bob Briggs, ladies and gentlemen. Oh. Oh, yeah. Update. Update. Breaking news. I got to meet Joe Bob Briggs. He wore a silver shiny uh, suit jacket with blue jeans oh. and a belt buckle and a bolo tie. Okay, bolo tie. He was so funny. And it was, I was totally exhausted about it because I got home that night. And naturally, the dogs were like, let's have a panic attack. <laughs> um, <laughs> talking about Joba. Uh, but I learned so much. It was, set, there was so much information coming at me that I don't remember everything. And I and I didn't get drunk. I drove home that night. All right, dogs, if you want to have your moment. Um, <laughs> like, fun fact, and I won't give it away, because if he comes to your town, please, please, please. My ticket was... Uh, well, a gift. Thanks, Magical Goo Jelly. Uh, but I think they were like, they're usually like $20, $25. And I learned so much. It was so worth it. It was like two and a half hours of gold. Just pure gold. Like, for instance, did you know Rednecks, red, rednecks originated in Scotland? Oh, they were. Actually, I didn't know. But no, I didn't. Ooh. 
They were Scots Irish pig farmers that were like, we hate the government. Mm, they went to live in Pennsylvania. Didn't they get sunburned? Isn't that why they called them that? They were uh, farmers there outside. Were a couple of different things. Yeah. Co- couple of different. Yeah. Anyways, it was amazing. Joe Bob Briggs. I know you don't listen to my podcast, but really made my like night, week, life. I don't know. <laughs> I had a great time. Also super weird, uh, this guy in my neighborhood that I live in now uh, runs a public access or used to run a public access show when I was growing up called Chiller Cinema, and he was there. Whoa. I was on the show when I was like seven or eight. Did he remember you? Did you talk to him? Yeah, because we follow each other on Twitter, and he like posted a, like he posts throwback episodes on his YouTube, follow Dr. Gangreen at Twitter as well, and on YouTube. Um but he posted an episode, and he's like, Violet makes a cameo here, and I do. Mm, cute! And all my bowl cut and swishy pants and soccer jersey glory. What a time to be alive. Love swishy pants. You know what I'm talking about? Like, the jogging pants that were like... Yes. Windbreakers. That's all I used to wear. <laughs> is that nylon? Is that what that is? Maybe. I believe so. Is that a straight-up parachute? Is that what that is? No, mine were like the ones that were tight around the ankle. Yep. Still yeah. Parachutes. Still parachute. Or you sometimes play and be fine. They end it. <laughs> I mean, please don't try it. Please don't but... jump out of planes. Uh, you know what you can do though is eat lip scrub. Ooh, girl. No, okay. Listen, this was real. <laughs> this was a real segue that happened in real time. That's right. Um, Violet's about to talk about our two favorite companies, but. Um, if you've been listening for a while and you're like, shit, you guys talk about these guys a lot. Arcadian Grooming is hiring. Ooh. Look at Violet's face. That should be your face too at home. Mouth the gate. Side to side. Like, what? What? How can I help? Um, uh, apparently Arcadian Grooming is hiring for more than one position and they are located out of East Tennessee. Um, kind of Harriman area. So if you live in East Tennessee and you're curious um, about a job, I saw I, a starting wage. It's nice. <laughs> I could not imagine working for two better people than Allie and Eric. Um, they've been running Arcadian Grooming for a while. This is Eric Dale's baby, and it has really grown over the last few years. I remember when she started dating him and she was like, I'm dating this guy that's making water-based pomade. And I was like, I don't know what any of the words you just said to me were. I know what water is. (laughs) I know what water is, but I don't know what a base pomade is. And it has really taken off. And I am, I think I can speak for all of us when I say that we are super proud to be um, affiliated with them in any type of way. Um, if you are the slightest bit interested, I think they're looking for people to help out in the lab, which would be actually making products. And then I think they're helping, looking for people to help with um, production slash social media and maybe like contacting um, some of their clients and stuff that they already have. They have, they don't really care about a resume right now. They just want to have applicants sit in. So if you're the slightest bit interested, check them out at arcadiangrooming.com. 
You can follow them on Instagram at arcadianofficial.com. That's not how that works. At Instagram, at arcadianofficial. Um, if you don't know what we're talking about, Arcadian Grooming is a pomade company that makes, they make fucking beard cream. They make pomade for your hair. They make um, a conditioning cream that is not really meant for faces, I don't think. But Sasha and I have trained our face to use it at night, and that's how we know it's time for sleepy time. So 10 out of 10, recommend that. Scruffy uh, hands. Scruffy hands, which as someone that has eczema has changed my life. Um, they, they, yeah, it's just really great stuff at a really a f- super affordable price. They have pomades and vending machines in Singapore. Like, who even knew that was possible? These are legit, legit people. Um, their sister company, Blank Slate Labs, is ran by our friend Allie, and we're also super proud of that. And you can, she makes the uni oil that I use every day. Violet loves to eat her lip scrub, which we That's don't right. that you do. <laughs> but don't do it. It's our running joke at this time. Don't eat it. Save it for Violet. She'll take totally care of it. Totally a joke. Sweet and salty scrub. Changes uh, my life and rubs away all my problems. There you go. There you go. And um, and the new fucking coffee face mask that they just came out with, like, I didn't even know it was out. We've had it for ourselves as a sample for a hot minute. And I'm almost out and I'm really sad about it. But the coffee mask. Is an exfoliating scrub you can use for your face or your elbows or wherever the hell you want to use scrub. Not uh, your mouth. Don't, don't put it on the side of your mouth. Allie does not approve. But, yeah, all of the products are made with super clean ingredients. Nothing touches on animals. No one's messing with that shit. It's a small mom-and-pop operation. And we love both companies so much. But Arcadian Grooming is hiring, so check them out. Blankslitlabs.com. And then Blake Slate Labs on Instagram. And both sites you can get 15% off with using code MURDERBLOW. So tell them we sent you. Yeah. That was tight. Fuck, I talked a long time. I'm done. I love it. I'm here <laughs> for it. Are you guys done? Is it time? I think we foddered. Cody's, Cody's got, like, Cody has read the messages, so she's not. I know dead or her killer has gotten her phone. Don't worry. So, uh, we'll murder them first. We love her and hope she's okay. <sighs> Alright, we're not muted. <laughs> not muted. And I am recording and everything is fine. Yay! I'm so excited! Alright guys, I've been hyping this up and you guys might get to this and be like, I'm not excited. I'm tuning out. As you know, or may not know, this is your first episode. <laughs> this is weird. Um, we all have our own uh, specialties here on the podcast. Maisie does psychological. Cody does conspiracy theories. Um, Sasha does travel. And I do cult and paranormal. Um, however, I don't know what this falls under. <laughs> I guess paranormal. Um, I'm going to read this kind of differently because I actually took notes and then crafted them all into a lovely little... I don't want to say story because this is just accounts um anyways i'm just gonna spoil it because i'm so excited i was gonna see how long i could get into it without spoiling it maybe i still can't don't spoil it yeah i feel like by the first two words everyone's gonna be like oh shit <laughs> um where it takes place is pretty a pretty big given um so i guess i'm just gonna get into it 
Uh, and there is murder in it, so don't worry. I'm here for everyone. <laughs> um, all right. <clears throat> Game on. And after I say where it takes place, if you guys know, just, well, I already told you what I'm doing. Never mind. <laughs> uh, Point Pleasant, West Virginia, was a peaceful town brimming with lush wildlife, ponds, and a surprisingly low population. To this day, it only holds 4,350 people. Um, so I can't imagine. Wow. Uh, yeah. How many people were living in it during this? Um, it was the place of the first battle of the American Revolutionary War, known as the Battle of Point Pleasant, which took place on October 10th, 1774. Um, a few years later, yes, uh, on November 10th, 17th, did I say 1974? 17. Okay. Just <laughs> making sure. I did that in my notes a couple of times and had to go back today and fix it. Uh, a few years later, on November 10th, 1777, uh, the leader of the Shawnee Indians known as Cornstalk, I did not write down his official Indian name because I butcher pronunciations on the daily, so I took a break. Uh, he, so he essentially came to discuss diplomacy with the Americans that were trampling his soil uh, and had been known as an advocate for peace throughout the entire war. However, that night, uh, a group of American militiamen murdered Cornstalk at Fort Randolph while in captivity. Um, no one was happy about it because um, they thought that it could really, I mean, this is one of the first battles and militiamen were already being racist. So fun stuff. Um, some people believe that the Shawnee Indians placed a curse on the town, which let's be honest, I don't blame them on that one. <laughs> at all. Yeah, go for it. You have every right. Yeah, like, come on, this guy was like, let's be peaceful, and these guys murdered him in the middle of the night while in captivity, so, tight. Um, so, fast forward, way forward. Uh, the town develops the McClintic Wildlife Management Area, which was from a wartime industrial land, but is now ripe with farmland, woodlands, and wetlands. It's about five miles north of Point Pleasant in Mason County, and is better known to locals as the TNT area. That's right. Ooh. Um, it's called this because the townsfolk believe that it still contains live explosive to this day. Um, you can actually take tours of it if you ever go to Point Pleasant, West Virginia, but we'll get into that later. Um, so our story kind of starts as of right now. This is where it starts. Uh, on November 12, 1966, five grave diggers were working. Fun fact, I thought the video I was watching said lurking. And so I was like, ooh, five grave diggers were lurking. And I thought, ooh, sounded... grave diggers. Yeah. I thought they sounded way cooler, but for the sake of consistency, we'll say what the actual video said, and it was working. They were working. Uh, so five grave diggers were working in this local cemetery when they thought they saw a human being fly out of a group of trees. This thing seemingly had a large pair of wings and flew right over their heads before it disappeared into the night. Wait, did you uh, say human being or human bean? <laughs> a bean. A bean. <laughs> a bean, man. I'm just picturing um, a bean with wings. <laughs> like, that's like a strange a thing I Like a human-sized bean. I mean, being. <laughs> <laughs> were they naked? Ew. Ew. <laughs> they were. Who knows? Um, you can see their beans. Okay. Um... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I almost spit a beer Ew, on my new tear. <laughs> Don't make a lipstick on my Valentino white bag. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm so 
so sorry for this episode. I was going to read it like a ghost story. I'm not. Go ahead. Sorry. Living. um, Living it up, they say. Okay. Um, This thing seemingly had a large pair of wings and flew right over their heads before it disappeared into the night. Two nights later, Newell Partridge was sitting at home watching TV when he noticed two blaring red objects out of the corner of his eye. He took his dog Bandit what up, Bandit? Um, to go and investigate the red lights. As he approached closer and closer, um, he began to realize that the red lights were, in fact, a pair of glowing red eyes. The eyes burst out of the bush on the outside of the field he had walked to before launching into the sky and letting out a blood-curdling scream. Now. Ooh, I hate it. I love it. <laughs> Give me more. Now, Ooh. I will say that I have heard uh, various reports of this cries from this creature, and uh, some say that it's a blood-curdling, like, human scream, but deeper. Um, And then others say it sounds like a dying mouse. (laughs) So it's either... (laughs) Or... (laughs) So take your mouse's scream. My my scream. Yes. Um, So when the creature flew into the sky and screamed, Bandit took off after him, and unfortunately it was the last time Newell would see his dog. Um, I know, I'm sorry. I've got all sorts of death in here. (laughs) You didn't warn me about the dog. For real, rude, fam. I was like, this is so metal. And I'm like, too metal. I hate it. (laughs) Okay, well, I have more metal with the dog, so fair warning. Oh, no. Um, The following night on November 15th, this is crazy. uh, Two young married couples. So this has all happened within like three days. Except for obviously the Indian chief getting murdered like 200 years ago. Um, (laughs) Math. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Hi. Um, uh, Okay. So on November 15th, two young married couples had burst in the sheriff's office or department looking to be panicked and frightened. Their eyes were wide and filled with tears and their skin was hella pale. Um, the couples were Linda and Roger Scarberry and the other Steve and Mary Mallet. They had been driving back home from a double date near the TNT area uh, of Point Pleasant when they saw a tall man. Uh, they claimed he had, uh, they claimed he appeared to be larger than seven feet and a pair of folded wings at his back. He had been hunched over a carcass of a a mangled carcass of a dog uh, before standing tall as the car uh, passed him, the creature took flight after them. It would later be determined that the carcass belonged to Bandit. Wait. What? They see this winged human being Mm -hmm. hunched over a dog and then the winged human being just at them. What do you mean? Just like like flies towards them. So they they're like driving really fast down this back road past this TNT area, and they like whip past him, and then the creature's like Ugh, and like chases after them. The okay. Um, Roger Scarberry said that he reached a close speed or close to a speed of a uh, hundred miles an hour per hour. Yeah, hundred miles in the car. He's going fast, uh, but the creature kept up with the vehicle. Um, his wife said she had locked eyes with the creature and he had the red glowing eyes. Um, before he admitted a long screech and abandoned the chase, turning back towards the TNT area. Um, yeah, the sheriff stated that he believed the couple's claims. And after hearing the other two claims in the area, decided to hold a press conference on November 16th, uh, before the local newspaper could print the story of 
the Scarberry and Mallet's double date fun. Uh, Raymond Walmsley and his wife, along with a friend of the family, Marcella Bennett, and her baby girl, Tina. Sorry, there's a lot of names coming at you. Um, I know, baby. Marcella and Tina. Marcella. <laughs> so this, this ragtag group of travelers um, were on their way to visit the Thomas family. So as they began to approach the property, the car started to sputter. Did you guys hear that? Did a car just sputter IRL? No, I thought I heard like a loud slam like right next to me. A few light slams. Um, moving on. <laughs> you guys didn't hear it wasn't real. No ghosts. Um, <laughs> uh, the story isn't about ghosts, so not real. <laughs> as the, they began to, yeah, I already got that. The car started to sputter and came to a uh, stall and then stopped completely. Um, the Walmsleys were the first to get out of the car, followed by Marcella and her daughter, but were frozen in fear at the sight of a tall gray man with a pair of glowing red eyes in front of the car. Oh. He started to make low grunting noises before his wing began to flap and he started to lift from the ground. Marcella was so alarmed she accidentally dropped her baby. <laughs> um, wait, 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 wait. I did that thing where you drink a beer too fast and you're like, oh my god, am I gonna gag? And then you said she <laughs> dropped her baby. It was a really intense four seconds for me. <laughs> what do you mean she dropped her baby? She was scared. She probably like went to scream and like freaking dropped it. Oh, you got a baby oh. in your hands. You did, you did that. Oh god. And it's been decided I would be the worst mother. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, okay. In a panic, the Walmsleys assisted her, and they all began to run towards the Thomas home. Um, after all the doors were locked and secured, the family's claim the creature continued to scream outside of the house and peer into the window with his glowing eyes. Oh, eyes. no! It's terrifying! Go home! Ugh. <laughs> You're glowing red eyes! But he's, like, nine <laughs> fucking feet tall. <laughs> like, he has to hunch over to look into window. <laughs> So he probably looks like um, oh. delightful. Um, by the time the police arrived, about 45 minutes later, the creature had, of course, vanished. However, Marcella claimed that the creature continued to visit her in her own home for the next two years. No. She said that he would just stand in her front yard and scream before disappearing into the night. Okay, Slender Man who? Because this guy's like way worse. Uh, yeah. Um, as reports spread of the creature, now deemed the Mothman. Oh, yeah! <laughs> I was in the middle of that and I was muted, so you, that's why it sounded like I was halfway through it. Because I was. <laughs> um, the reliable. Uh, sorry. Uh, so as the report spread, uh, the re- reliability of the accounts begin to grow more and more fictitious. A wildlife expert, however, by the name of Dr. Robert Smith, had determined that the creature they were seeing was simply a large crane that had been blown off its migration route. Sorry, nine feet tall? No, thank you, <laughs> Dr. Robert Smith, or whatever the hell your name was. Yeah, you nailed it. However, despite Robert Smith's analysis, reports continued to spread through 1966 and most of 1967. But then, tragedy struck. On December 5th, 1967, the Silver Bridge collapsed into the Ohio River during rush hour traffic, taking the lives of 46 people. 
people. Oh my god. Uh, investigators claimed it was a poorly designed bridge and wasn't meant to hold that much weight, but after much investigation, the only failure that was found was that of a single chain link. So... Maybe um, an 11-foot-tall man stood on it. He's growing so fast. He started <laughs> up like maybe over 7 feet to 9 feet, and now he's 11 feet tall. <laughs> he's a tree. Um... <laughs> Um, immediately, so even more suspicious, immediately after this, I don't know if suspicious is the right word, but the sightings of the Mothman came to a complete halt. Like, no one saw him anymore after the bridge. So, a big thing with, like, cryptids is they're, like, like everyone sees Sasquatch, right? Constantly. But with the Mothman, like, this bridge collapse, and that's it. That's it. Um, many have speculated that his presence in the town was a harbing- harbinger of death. Harbinger? Is that the right? Yeah. yeah, I would, I would go with that. Yeah. Um, several, okay, here we go again. Several wildlife. Harbinger. harbinger. That's what it is. Sorry. Um, several. Sounds like the last name. <laughs> death <laughs> Harbinger? Yeah, my name is Death A. Harbinger. Keith Harbinger. <laughs> Death Mothman Harbinger. <laughs> harbinger in accounting. Um, it's harbinger just a Mothman. And harbinger. At a desk. At law. In a cube. Wanna... He's 11 feet tall, so he's like hunched over his computer. <laughs> he just has to like scream every like couple hours. Everyone's like, Everyone's like did Excel crash? <laughs> no, Harbinger's on it. <laughs> he's gonna fix the system he's a cyber detective um, <laughs> 10 out of 10 would watch that show <laughs> me um, too several wildlife experts <laughs> have investigated the claims and decided that most people people had seen a sandhill crane which can grow up to 5 feet tall feet not the same tall. you got like 4 feet missing which, let's be honest, I'm 5'5". Five five. That's a big bird. That's a really fucking big bird. It <laughs> is, but, also, but most cranes have, like, toothpicks for legs. And I, uh, I don't know if my mind... knees like, go backwards. Oh, you would definitely notice that if you saw a man <laughs> hunching over backwards. Or, like, hunching <laughs> over a dog carcass and he lifts up from the back. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> Woof. Hi, Silent yeah. Um, And carried a wingspan of seven feet. Uh, so this is also kind of strange to note, but that bird is also the sus- suspected culprit of the Jersey Devil mythos. But that's so, not like, the same. But when people saw that's the Jersey the Devil, same. they were like, Sandhill Crane, obviously. And people saw the Mothman, who's like 15 feet tall, they were like, Sandhill Crane. <laughs> Sandhill Crane carrying a large man. Um, that's people, that's scientists noping out so quickly. <laughs> Yeah, they're like, we're not investigating this. It's nope. dogs. <laughs> That's Seven the Mueller wingspan. Report it's a crane. The Mueller is, report do is crane just eat dogs? Oh, I don't know. I guess if I was a five foot tall crane, I'd eat whatever the fuck I wanted. <laughs> whatever you felt like that day. Small children. You don't bandit. even have to do cardio. Armadillo. Ooh, that reminds me. Um, anyways. Uh, and... <laughs> what? I don't want to think about it. I saw a dead uh, armadillo on the way to the Renaissance Fair a couple weeks ago yeah. with magical goo jelly. Happy birthday! Like... <laughs> Pretty much. I think that's what I said. <sighs> Who knows? Um, 
1970, Gray Barker wrote a book detailing the accounts of the supposed supernatural connection to the collapse of the bridge by the name of the Mothman Prophecies. Um, it was also made into a movie by the same name, starring Richard Gere, Laura Lenny, and Deborah Messing of Will and Grace fame. Uh, a great. classic. Yeah, I actually really enjoy the movie. The only corny part, and I'm so glad I get to talk about this, I've never gotten to talk about this movie ever, is Richard Gere's on the phone with someone, and I can't oh, I give know. this away just yet. I already know what you're going to say. He's not, Have I talked about this? No, already? but I, no. I already know what you're going to say. Okay. Go ahead. He's on the phone with a man, and he's like, if you're so smart, what's in my hand? And the guy goes, I have to get really close to the microphone. I'm so sorry. <laughs> to replicate this voice. He goes, ah, oh, chapstick. <laughs> <laughs> and it makes me laugh. Every time, because he opens his hand, it's like cherry chaps, and he's just like, oh. But the last 30 <laughs> minutes of the conversation were the Mothman on fast forward. Like, and then it's just like, chaps. If, you, <laughs> if you've ever listened to my favorite murder, Karen Kilgariff does a, <laughs> like a, she does that voice. She talks like she's oh one time and a half speed. And it's the fucking creepiest thing I've ever heard. I hate it. <laughs> so what um, I want, like, whenever I die, I'm going to have my will read that way. <laughs> so one and a half speed. <laughs> Ew. Oh, I'm going to record something. I'm going to record a eulogy and play it. Speed it up. There you go. Anyway, um, speed up this last half of our episode. That'd be hilarious. Oh. <laughs> Especially. Um, so, in, on November 21st, 2016, that's right, a mere three years ago, a man photographed a large creature that was jumping tree to tree and it made headlines on local news stations everywhere um, because it looks. So, okay, let me be honest here. It's either a sandhill crane carrying a snake <laughs> or it's a mothman. <laughs> I need you to send us the picture. I need, yeah. Oh, tell us what we need to Google. Fire for this because in case you all don't know, um, there is an annual mothman festival in Point Pleasant, West Virginia that yes. takes place in November every year. Um, there's going? also a museum, a steakhouse, and a large statue depicting what people... Uh, believed to be the Mothman. Also, he has a six-pack. <laughs> I want the steakhouse, but I need to see I, the video or the picture of this thing flying from tree to tree. And they're like, it's a I it's a bird. Well. It's a crane. It's Mothman. <laughs> so the Mothman Prophecies was the first grown-up movie my mom let me watch. Ooh. The first grown-up movie my mom let me watch was Frailty. I don't recommend it. Yeah, no. Oof. I was, uh, I was terrified of the Mothman. I still am very uneasy about him. That's because fair. my mom... How do I say this nicely? She, like, holds on to the good, right? Holds on to it, will not let it go. And so when she was like, no, he was trying to warn them about the bridge collapse. He's such a good being. Isn't he good? He's so good. And she just like holds on to it, and I'm like, I hate to bring it to you. <laughs> um, well, here is some good. I'll give you some good, Sasha. I'll pull your mom thing. Uh, many local stated, good. 
Well, many locals have stated that whether or not you believe in the Mothman, he's done a lot for the town's economy. <laughs> Making a destination tourist attraction for people around the world. And that is so true. The town has flourished ever since this creature murdered 46 people on a bridge. Um, <laughs> and traumatized a lot of people. Including Sasha. Including Sasha. Um, so, here's where I get to a kind of interesting part. There is a chance... I'm not confirming 100%. I couldn't find a lot of information on it, which is why I didn't include it this go-round. Also, I found this information at the end of my research. Also, my sources are... Oh, man. It's a YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. I don't have those notes in here. Um, crap. Is it your girl, Sarah Hawkins? No, I do love Sarah Hawkins, though. Is uh, it Birdie44? No, I do love her, though. Uh, so... <laughs> Obviously, Wikipedia, um, the local news station website, it's like WKR8 or something, is where I got the picture of the Sandhill Crane Mothman carrying a snake. And I can't remember the YouTube channel, so we can... I'll put it in the notes below. Thank yeah, you. Absolutely. Um, But, so, as I also, I watched the BuzzFeed Unsolved or whatever... <sighs> Um, and I hated it because after, so after I finished all my notes, I watched it because I was like, I don't want to give them any credit, but I do have to, they may, they make a lot of my same jokes. So I'm sorry. They were already pre-written at the time stamp. Um, <laughs> uh, but anyway, so I was finishing up this case and I was like, wow, that was really, really crazy. And then at the very tail end of this YouTube video, they're like, there also could be a connection to someone named Indrid Cold. Uh, he's better known as the Grinning Man. Ew. And there are people that believe that he's connected and get ready for me to pee my pants. He's potentially an alien. <laughs> okay, you know, this is um, a very interesting story, but we just, like, took a weird left turn. Yeah, so... <laughs> That's what, like, made me stop as I was like, okay, one, I'm either going to have nightmares because the Mothman's a pretty creepy story as is because all of these accounts came within, like, four days of each other. They all match. Every single one of them are identical. None of these people know each other despite the small town setting. Like, no one called each other and they're like, what if we created the Mothman? Which is a big theory. Um, yeah, and then, like, the one of the biggest stories happened while the press conference was going on, but they were driving, you know what I mean? That's so crazy. That well, is the most wildest crane that ever escaped a zoo. Ever. <laughs> you crazy need tall, to listen to crane. Amnesty. I know, I do. Um, I definitely do, because we're going to see them in a couple of weeks. Um, yeah, no, um... So the Mothman can be found in the game Fallout 76. Mm. This is my time with the cult. Uh, there's a there's a group of cult followers of the Mothman in the game that uh, gather at his museum. The Mothman. It can also be found in the Adventure Zone Amnesty, which is a good, good podcast that I will recommend. It is a good, good podcast. But yeah, so if you guys want to want me to do research about Injured Cold or... I really want to do more cryptids. I know it's been a while since I did a cult. I do know it. it. Do the cryptids. But I if like you guys want cryptids, I'm here to do Sasquatch. I'm here to do Loch Ness. I'm here to do Jersey uh, Devil. El Chupacabra. 
I'm gonna say you're not allowed to just ask Squash until you come visit Oregon and look for him yourself because yeah. he's <laughs> out here. What crazy episode would that be if we did a live episode of us searching for Sasquatch? Camping. Just camping for the sass. I'm here for it. sass country out here, bro. Cody could do conspiracy theories about Sasquatch being an alien, maybe connected to all the other homie cryptids. But also, Portland's crazy homeless population. I mean crazy in the nicest way, but man, Portland's got it. Yeah, it's there. Uh, We're thriving. In not a good way. Um, <laughs> I Man think Violet on bicycle chases pedestrian. I'm one of X. my favorite things. To tag Sasha's personal Twitter account on uh, a really fun, interesting Twitter called PDX Alerts, and it's literally like every day there's someone waving around stop sign or chasing somebody with a knife. It's a great town. Come visit. Um, I love but it. But I'm all <laughs> very pleasant. But I'm here for Violet doing cryptids because not only do I not know anything about a lot of them anyway, and I think it's interesting, but because sometimes I think it's nice to have a break from all of the terrible shit that we talk about. Well, and also, no, like, kidding. I was thinking about this the other day. Hi, podcast listeners. Welcome to our Murder Blows meeting. Uh, I was thinking about this the other day and that our podcast feels consistently different. But I feel like not every case is really murder-based. Like, I started to go off the rails with my paranormal stuff. Uh, And I do kind of want to get back to basics, which is why I picked the Mothman, because there was some kind of murder in it. But I felt really passionate about it. And at the end of the day, that's what I want to, like, I want everyone to enjoy is doing this podcast. You being excited to tell your story and not like, oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. I I could not keep this in. Like, it was so hard not to just spoil it fun fact if you zoom in on the twitter picture you can see uh it's like pleasant point pleasant west virginia on That's my cute. papers but my next case is going to be someone who gets exactly what they deserve and that will make me feel better just like so yeah scripted case did. that wasn't advice because i think we need to do things we like but I hope you guys liked it. Let's let's do this. Let us know on Twitter, Instagram, at Murder Blows, all that good jazz. If you have a cryptid too close for comfort, if you've ever searched for Nessie, um, or seen the Mothman, or gone to the Mothman Festival, uh, let us Aliens. know. Especially if you've gone to the Mothman Festival. Yes. Please tell me uh, you live in Point Pleasant. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, just let us know on all those social media platforms if that's what you want to see. If not, also let me know so I don't keep doing cryptids and driving everyone bonkers. Don't. Keep keep doing cryptids. So what do we like? Um, so I signed up for Audible, and we don't have a, you know, this is not a sponsor. And I always talk about how I can't, I can read, but for me to sit down and take time to read, I feel, whatever. Like, I need to be doing something. So... So far, I've really enjoyed it. I've been listening to the new book by the previously mentioned Karen Kilgariff and Georgia Hardstark, Stay Sexy, Don't Get Murdered. Hell yeah. <clears throat> it's so good. Karen's chapter about her mom made me cry, like nasty cry on the bus, so that was fun. But it's really good so far. I'm really enjoying it. 10 out of 10 audible. Maybe I'll cancel, maybe I won't. <laughs> I got 30 days to decide. I had 29 days, actually. 
it's a pretty like so the thing i like about audible once again not sponsored unless you want to see audible hello right, hello audible is helping me in my journey to read a book a month and i'm almost there i just have oh. to get through it and thinner i'm done for the year but then i get to start all over super fun that's crazy um, but and then i got like really crazy i think two months ago or last month and i read like three books in the month um but thanks to audible 100 percent. but you get i think a free credit on like the 19th of every month mm-hmm so it's like I will buy a book that's on sale or do one of the Audible originals and then also get a free download. Which I don't know your... if it's because it's like the time of the year or whatever, but it seems like the free ones are, are like a good selection. Absolutely. And they also can like match the free ones to what you read. So like mine is essentially like all Stephen King and true crime or crime related. So yeah. it's like, oh, you might like this book narrated by Adam Driver or Zachary yes. Quinto. Whoa, <laughs> you know, like a sci-fi horror thriller. So Okay. Um, I love Audible. <laughs> I pay for it every month because uh, I got really hooked on it and I like winning the little awards and badges. If you follow me on my ter- personal Twitter You will definitely see me when I beef up reading. You will definitely see me when I read it because it is 48 hours long. Jesus. Wait. It is? Yeah. It's like a thousand one hundred and something pages. I'm not excited because I've already read it. But I am excited because I want to read it before the movie comes out. But uh, that being said, uh, you can use your Audible free credit on any book. So I'll like pay for the ten and twenty dollar books, and then use my Audible credit on the thirty and forty dollar books, mm-hmm. like yes. it. Um, but yeah. Also, short stories are really cheap on there. <laughs> Interesting. I like it. Sasha, what do you like? Um. I like being challenged. So it's been a long time since I felt like disengaged at work. So it's nice. I'm That's cool. Yeah. I feel important. I think I said that last episode. Mm-hmm. This is the same day I, I might not feel important two weeks later. Listeners just wanted to let you <laughs> we'll know. We'll update you in the very next temporary episode. situation. <laughs> um, but yeah, I like that. Um, what do I like? Um, I don't like chicken. Oh, Boris probably likes chicken though. Um, sorry. Uh, I like. Man, it's been a rough week. I've had one of those weeks where I'm like, what do I like? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) um, I. I like the fact that I'm getting to that point in life where I'm really taking care of a lot right now. I have a lot going on, dealing with a lot, but I can come to like reach as like two hours where I get just by myself and I just get to watch horror movies. Like I'm feeling so one with horror movies right now. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds really dumb. Uh, But no, I just like, I like being able to sit down and watch a movie I've seen 40 times over and enjoy it just as much or fall asleep to it. It's just been really nice. I don't know. I've learned to appreciate the things I love even more. Aww. That's so cute. 
I love that. What's it like to unlock that level? <laughs> Just have nothing else to look forward to than two hours <laughs> people get slaughtered on the television. <laughs> I might need on to work television. on it. Um, well, if you guys want to go see Ma with me this weekend, let me know. <laughs> Don't make me party alone. That's that's her tagline. Are you guys excited for Ma? No, just I want to see it. It looks I, so good. That's not yeah. even fair. You go see Ma, and I'll rewatch Detective Pikachu. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Which was good. I did like that. Um, but yeah, guys, this was a solid double episode. Double nice. episode, and I have a random plug because you just mentioned Detective Pikachu. Um, our friends over at Blank the Movie Podcast. <laughs> just posted an episode where they reviewed that movie. Oh so my if you've gosh. seen it already, go listen to that episode of Blank the Movie Podcast. Link in the description box below. Did we do Shout an episode out. where I had finished the podcast you did with the girl on Blank the Movie? No. No, I think we talked about it in the chat. Whoa, so good. Yeah. And then... I know this is weeks past, but I finished <laughs> it in between the time we last talked about it. But what is that that Cody said that there should be a shirt? Oh God, hot milk and something. Oh yeah, oh, hot <laughs> milk and bones. Hot milk and no, it was so funny. Let's search the chat. I took a I took a picture of it to Michael, and I never did. <laughs> good. Check sorry, Michael. Photos. If you listen to our podcast. Hot milk and destruction? Hot milk and deception. And deception sounds right. Hot. No. It's. What's. I am searching and searching. Hot milk and dismemberment. Dismemberment. Oh, yep. That's what as it soon was. as you said it, I found it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was a really good episode, though. I really like that format. Um, Thank you guys for hanging out with us and our good friend, the Mothman. Have a wonderful week. Shout out to Richard Gere. He's kind of cute. Bye! Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> She's not watching us. I am watching you. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. I'm going. I'm waiting for it to stop. But it's cool. <laughs> okay, but.